Yara, what's up, y'all? My name is Paul Bernard II. Thank you for watching and for coming into tuning into the Lunch Break Podcast, man. I'm here with some nice friends of mine. So I just want to introduce y'all real quick, man. Go ahead and say y'all names, man. Start over here. What's your name? I'm Caleb. I'm your business partner. Yeah, that's Caleb. That's Caleb. You got <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm also part of the business. Yo. <laughs> Maxwell, producer. Maxwell Bennett. That's my guy right there. Well, honestly, I know we have not came live to you guys in a minute, so please forgive us for not coming back, but we are going to make this a lot more consistent. My guy Derek here is actually going to start taking over the podcast. We're going to have a lot more um, interactive stuff going on here, but to start off the conversation today, actually it's funny because we were just talking in the office today about confidence, and I think this is honestly something that I've learned myself this year, especially as a business owner, and I'm realizing a lot of people my age or my profession struggle with, which is kind of surprising because business owners are egotistical, blah, 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 but it's crazy because when you don't have self-confidence and you don't have that self-esteem that 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 um, would would push you forward to do what you want to do, a lot of times you don't even realize that at that time until you get that self-confidence. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, for example, I was running a business under six figures and I only have the confidence of a five figure business owner. When I'm like, if I want to be a six-figure business owner, I should be having the confidence of a six-digit business owner when I'm making five digits. Always a step ahead. Have that confidence. And you have to project that. Exactly. And then just recently, Caleb, congratulations to you and I. We just hit six figures and actually two businesses that we started. And I started walking around with the, especially that day when we got paid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was like walking around. I was like, man, you know, I feel like the man doesn't matter who I talk to. I know like. Everything and it, it, it's not to say that your uh, confidence should be defined by your bank account or by achievements, but just that whole idea that confidence plays such it plays such an effect on how you are as a person and how you act. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's why we're able to set goals, you right? Know, that we can we can reach those like in a manner that allows us to to be like incentivized to mm-hmm. get to the next one. You mm-hmm. know, but that one thing that you're talking about about a lot of people in the business space not having confidence that comes with work mm. like there's a certain level of when you're when you're in the office doing work like you're locked you're kind of locked out from the rest of the world so you know you're you start to lose that not really credibility but like just that like people wonder where you're at people wonder what you're doing and then you know when it comes back around you can show that confidence through your accomplishments right yeah. so that's yeah. kind of what you're well, I don't know about that because at least for Paul and I, every single day, we kind of have to have the confidence, especially over the last month and what we've embarked on. As we start to hire more people, we kind of realize that there's not really a day you can just kind of put on false bravado and say like, okay, I'm going to be confident for the sake of being confident. You just kind of have to naturally carry that, that as idea. it grows, right? And locking yourself away. I mean, maybe when you're starting out as a business owner, but then I wouldn't recommend it. Because if you're locking yourself away, you're not making connections and networking. You can say, oh, I can make a business online. But like long longevity wise, at some point that fizzles out because you're not out there. You're not making active connections. You're not doing anything at all, really, besides fiddling around on your computer. And yeah, you can man. call yourself a business yeah. owner because you set up an true. LLC. I struggle but- with that. I mean, so Derek, let me ask you. I know I, I thought you was a guinea pig a lot, man, but you just started, <laughs> honestly, like you're First of all, I gotta say you, you've been phenomenal, man. The, the addition you've had here. For y'all who don't know, Derek just came on board here at Unified Group. Big shout out to Derek, man. Round of applause, my man. Oh, you want us to clap? Yeah, yeah I want us to clap for okay, Derek. Bro. You deserve it, bro. You deserve all, all that's that's part of building that confidence thing, you know what I'm saying? But from your perspective, coming on board within the last month, bro, like that aspect of confidence, how does that differ from working with um 
I'll, I'm, I'm going to be blunt, like, like actual firms who have their payroll structure, where's their direct deposit, all of this, W-4, stuff like that, to come into here where it's kind of like a startup thing, where it's just a whole bunch of, you know, some young guys that are your age who, you know, you could probably say, oh, I could have done this myself because we're the same age, literally. How How is that confidence shift? How is that defined in your mind? In your, in your, in your mind like like my mindset coming into this? Yeah, yeah. Specifically in regards to confidence. In the confidence. I mean, you guys made it really easy to have a lot of confidence in you guys. You guys. Well, what well yeah, I made yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, self in, in, in yourself. yourself. Gosh, I mean, I'm still gaining confidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, you know, there's nothing like working on the job finally mm -hmm. and like doing the work. And so I'm trying to build confidence and I have quite a bit in what I have done. Mm -hmm. I know I, we're talking about, you know, work I've done earlier, the work, what I'm working on right now. And I think, you know, I'm very confident in what I'm doing mm -hmm. and I'm still, I'm still trying to gain it every I guess day. When we say confidence in yourself though, I see you're confident in the work you're doing because I know you're doing an excellent job in your work, but I want to see it applied to other areas in your life. Because right now we had a conversation this morning and we're not going to go down that road, yeah. but the heart of the conversation when we ask you is what do you define your confident as, you know, you're saying it's in my work. I'm saying, how do you have more confidence in yourself and elaborate on that in the sense where, where am I confident in my abilities as an individual that's not defined by my work. Imagine, mm -hmm. I'll imagine because, like, and, and I'm like, I guess I've always struggled with confidence, so I've see, never been think, an extremely think, confident person. I think that's a very interesting thing, man, because you came in here, and well, at least when I first met you, bro, like, bro, you've traveled the world for wrestling. Like, you're it's one of the top wrestlers in the country. You know what I'm saying? And like, we talking about confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone's gonna have confidence, it's gonna be either a business owner or somebody who's like, yeah. you know, travel the world for their their profession. You know what I'm saying? At a young age, and like. Wrestling too, you gotta have confidence to do that. You gotta take risks, you know, going for somebody's legs or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's that. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, my coaches, my coaches always were hard on me with confidence because I never really had it. I was good at what I did. I'm not saying I was the best by any means, but I've always, they've always, you know, gotten on me for confidence. Yeah, I've never. It's it's something I'm trying to learn. Is like you know, I'm the best. You know, say that to yourself and truly believe it, not just saying it. I've always struggled with confidence and it goes back to that, you know, business thing with you. Right. If you, you know, have the confidence of always only making, you know, five mm -hmm. figures, you're yeah. only going to make five figures. Right. Yep. If you have the confidence of being a millionaire, you're going to be a millionaire. Well, I don't I don't know about that because you can have false confidence. Right. Like you can't just put on a facade and say, OK, you know, let me think of the well i'm not going to use that example too. i think that's um, definitely yeah. a spin-off yeah. too yeah. There, if, you, if you um if you say that you lack that confidence then what what is it that brought you to be in the ring in the first place what brought you to this business to be able to you know work in this environment if you um if it's not confidence if it's not com like confidence in myself yeah i had confidence in these two mm, okay. i think they they very early on i could see the potential that they had and how you know how good they are at what they do and so i had confidence in them and that made me believe in them and then you know myself yeah and so that's why i'm confident in my work yeah you're right i mean that's that's where it starts right where you can you can have an example like that's one thing that um 
I keep seeing about in uh, in the community is people lacking good example too, and so that you've seen that, mm-hmm. you know, having, having good example, having you. having people that you know are successful in what you want to do, or you know, you can very very clearly see that they are going to be successful. I mean, that gives you confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think with that as well, a lot of things like over the last um, few weeks, I've been trying to study more in like leadership and leadership development. Um, that's specifically because I made some decisions in my life where I was a leader, where it it was clearly bad decisions on my part. You know, there's a series of, I was like, all right, I got to do better. Um, and one thing big about that is actually a leader is supposed to make confident decisions. Even when they're wrong, be confident in that. Because a lot of times, like if I come to you and I'm like, yo, Derek, I'm thinking about you doing this task today or whatever. And you're like, okay, so what am I actually supposed to do? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You're like you maybe should do this, but then like there's this option too. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? Like, even mm-hmm. if I don't know in my mind what I want you to do, I should say, there, do this, even if it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. least I'm confident in that. You can be confident in my decision, in your environment, in your relationship with me. Um, And on top of that, like, there's so many things I've been learning. Like, I've been studying through James and Romans lately. All your people, I'm a lover guy. But uh, it, it, especially in that, there's, there's some things that derive from confidence, like trust. Trust derives from confidence. Like, if I'm not confident in my God that he's not going to pave the path or pave the way for my life, is that a word, pave? Pave, pave. Yes, I didn't speak English, not my first language. Y'all can chill out, bro. Y'all can chill out, bro. All right, look. So, if God didn't, if I don't have the confidence that God's gonna pave my life, and I try to hit, wow, that's a wild thing to say. That's a wild yeah. thing to say. <laughs> but, like, anyways, if I don't have the confidence in my God, He's gonna pave my life. It says in James, I'm supposed to not make business decisions a year later. I'm supposed to trust in the daily, on the daily. What am I supposed to do today? Then I just tomorrow will worry about itself and all that, right? If I don't have confidence in my God, how the heck am I going to trust him? You know what I'm saying? That he's going to work out my life, you know? Certain things, like even like you meet a girl or whatever, woo, bang, bang, you guys are kicking it off. And obviously, by my belief, you're not supposed to be doing certain things before marriage or certain things before you're tied together, before you become one. If you don't have confidence, God's going to work this relationship out. You're going to try to rush to get to the thing that you want. You're going to, you're not going to be trusting him, trying to play God, put things in your own situation. You know what I'm saying? And that's really, it's a huge thing, especially for business owners and for people who are leaders, creators, you used the word earlier, producers, you know what I'm saying? To actually step back and say, even though I I identify as a creator, producer, innovator, whatever it is, I'm stepping back and allowing the things to work out because I trust and I have confidence, which is such a hard thing. Where does that trust come from for you? Like, you know, if he's, because he's talking about, you know, he trusted in you all to um to kind of even start building honest confidence correct me if i'm wrong but that yeah, for sure that was a spark to get you into this business but even just all around like where does that confidence come from you um you then caleb like you know what man like trust i'm gonna try not to run off with this but i've been learning a little bit more about what it means to actually like hear from the holy spirit you know what i'm saying because that's i grew up caleb you and i we both grew up conservative i never really believed in a lot of those controversial charismatic thoughts like speaking in tongues healings um hearing like physically the voice of god and stuff like that you know i just grew up not believing in that you know what i'm saying it's read the bible what the bible says is what the bible says about being by the room you know what i'm saying right so um with that i started realizing like wait god created me the way he wanted me to be right i am who i am because god chose to make me this way so that means i can be confident in my things if i'm truly close with god i'm truly reading the bible and everything mm-hmm. The decisions I can make, like renew your mind. So that means your subconscious will start reflecting what you have learned from the Bible, which means that you are starting to reflect God's thoughts. So when I'm renewing my mind, I'm starting to subconsciously think like God so I can have more confidence in myself because I first had confidence in God yeah. because I started reading the Bible and getting close to him. So you know what, what I'm saying? you're saying is not, it's not the trust in people or yourself, but it's 
and trust in your ability or other people's ability to channel the spirit. Trust in who I am. Trust in, like, be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, God made us who we of are course. for a reason. But, like, he but, didn't make a mistake yeah. when he made you. What do you mean trusting You're not talking about other people to channel the spirit? By for, That's a question for him. Yeah, for either by, one of you, because yeah, you guys by, are all into this stuff. And I... Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. What, well, I mean, what? like, yeah, just, just by... um by being able to hear and then translate that to the people around you. So if you, if you're able to connect in whatever way, you know, to, you know, the higher power to God, whatever you choose to believe in, um, that there's a spirit with that, that comes. And that's, that's what a lot of people attribute to like that confidence, the way that um, you're able to be bold. The only reason I disagree with you there is because I believe that spirit is there before the physical i believe like your your spirit like our spirit inhabits our body i believe the spirit the spiritual exists outside the physical and it's not that once you start once the physical does something the spiritual activates i think it's once the spiritual does something then the physical activates that's that's how i believe things go you know what i'm saying so in that in in that realm Mm -hmm. on what you're saying um what were you saying? What was your question? <laughs> well, talk. I mean, channeling the spirits yeah. of other, I mean, of the spirit in other people. I mean, what does that mean, right? I mean, that doesn't really make sense as a Christian. Why would you have to take charge of channeling the Holy Spirit through someone else? I, I agree. No, I agree. I agree. That I makes no sense. I don't think you, I don't think we have that that's, ability. That's not what I was I don't think really we trying have that to get at. It's more mm-hmm. of a... If you if you provide the light through the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit does, you're right, kind yeah. of ordain your actions, yeah. then that would... That would as long as you guys aren't saying like people. the Holy Spirit is whispering in your ear, telling you to take actions. No, I don't. I, don't. Well, I pers- personally, I don't believe no, that. I mean, there's people that do. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know, but it, it, but like, I mean, every, everyone's different beliefs. That's why I'm, I love that we can have open conversations about it. Because, like I said, me and you come from a more conservative background, and like I just never ever was open to hearing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, that's completely demonic. That's, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of things now, like. I'm gonna be completely honest. There's different ways that people live. Like well, even, I don't even, see it as demonic. I just see it as like people who get all caught up in the charismatic church. They just kind of take it as an ego trip, right? They could. And you can do that on the conservative high. side too. No, as well, not to the so same degree. Not to the not same to the, degree. But look at this. If but you're at, at these charismatic churches, you're going there. They're not only asking for donations. They're asking for all these other things, right? You're going there. Let's say the age range is between. 20 and 40. They're getting their spiritual high. They're giving their offering. They're atoned for the week. And they feel like, wow, I got my spiritual high. So now I'm going to go to the next week. And I'm doing all these things because look at how impassioned I am for God because I'm in this charismatic church. But what about the fundamentals? You never in the charismatic church are the fundamentals of Christianity are talked about. Do like doctrines, creeds, certain aspects of those things where you now don't have any guidance. It's, oh, I'm just going to take the Bible as guidance. You're not looking at the predecessors who not only have established different branches of the Protestant faith, right? You know, you start to take it into your own hands and it becomes more of a whole look at me and how impassioned I am for God when it's supposed to be. Wow. I mean, yeah. let me ask you one question. Let me ask you one question. Tell me one thorn because, you know, Paul talks about this in the Bible. Every human has a thorn in their flesh. What is the thorn in the conservative community? Pride. Prime. So partiality, think, right? Because so they, isn't they, that equally as bad as well, what's going on on both sides? So they both have their issues, right? But doesn't it say in Titus it talks about avoid the genealogies and the disputes that don't matter that don't have anything to do with well, the they actual? Do, but, but they do matter when it comes. Do you believe so, the charismatic church and the conservative church are both going to heaven? Depends what type of charismatic church it is. 
But if they believe in the fundamentals, like you go to a charismatic church, you can hear about God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ. You can hear about the fundamentals, right? Yeah, I guess. So that means that both of them per se are going to have well, so all the extra stuff. You know, you, know, you really can't matter. say that as one because each church can kind of bend now a little bit to if they have to go to cater more towards the LGBTQ or whatever crowd, right? They're going to side up for it because they're going to need to survive as a church because let's say 60 or 70% of their congregation, like let's say 40% or 30% care about the LGBTQ stuff, right? Sure. And then the other 30%, they just don't care. They just want to go to church, right? Yeah. The other 40% care. It's only 20% left. No, 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 no. I'm you said 40, 40. No, 40. <laughs> There's only 100. 30, 40, 20. 30, 40, 30. 30, 40, 20. 30, 10, 10, oh, 20, 30. Well, it's always, yeah, that's always how it is. It's, well, it's the church. Because you can say, like, the Roman Catholic Church, right, is all of us, right? There's the Catholic Church, but if you, like, really look at it, like, Catholic Church means, like, the whole church body, body yeah. right? You know, but Protestant versus Catholic, when you actually break it down, there's some pretty big differences. That's the same way with charismatic, right? But when it comes, it, the doctrines and creeds don't matter so much in your personal so life at this right? moment at our age, but it's when you start having children, do you ask yourself, how do I bring my children up and not question my judgment and saying, God's guiding me, God's guiding me, because we can always say God's guiding me. You could say there's there's so many church fanatics out there that can say God's guiding me and they're making all the wrong decisions, but they truly believe that God's guiding them. Right. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to heaven or they're not Christians. If you look at what so John, so you're saying like say there's a fanatic and they believe that like people who like they're they're really against abortion clinics and they go blow it up, right? Who's doing that? There are, there's lots of stories who's blowing up abortion clinics. No, seriously, there's a lot of concerns that they'll go and play. Okay, play. but they'll, that's a whole different yeah. conversation. We're talking about radicalism now. Now you can look at Al Qaeda, you can look at terrorist groups because they're just radicalists of the Islam faith. That's radicalism is a whole different thing than just having a different view or a denomination. That's a whole different conversation. But that's why we have to talk terrorism? about denominations. You, are you linking terrorism what? with Christianity? That's crazy. Okay, but what, Wait, what are you, you serious? Mean? Come on. What? Christianity is a history of terrorism. How, the Crusades? Okay, but look. We, but, we but, literally, but as that's the church, not, but, went and killed people. But that's get, not used it to get land. That's not part of the fundamental the beliefs funded of Christians. It. That's like okay, so like for example, they used Christians. Let me, let me ask you they a question. manipulated let me Christian ask you a question. principles from the Bible let me ask you that they retracted books out. From. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, actually, I'm not even gonna put it in the conversation of Islam. Right? Let's look at Trump supporters. Right? What the? No, fuck no, no. Let me let me finish. Let me How finish. the hell did we get here me, from there? I don't know. No, this okay. is the lunch break. Let Damn. me let me ask you this question. All right. So Trump supporters, right? A normal Trump supporter is not breaking into the Capitol building, correct? That's radicalist, right? That's not Trump supporters. Well, there was a lot of. I would be wrong to too. look at every single Trump supporter and say, "Yo, you broke into the Capitol building," right? Because that's radicalism. And I'll be wrong to look at every single Islam person and say you're a terrorist. And I'll be wrong to look at every Christian person and say you were part of the Crusades. I never fucking that, said that. Because radicalism is a that? full different topic. I didn't even talk about hey, radicalism. I, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to bring it back to this real quick. Because I mean, seriously. <laughs> nah, but we, What's up, Derek? You're right about talking about <laughs> I, where it comes I just, from, you know? 
I thought we were talking about confidence. No, but yeah, no, I have somehow got onto radical me, terrorism. Now, I have confidence in my viewpoint. If, you, if like. you, you know, you recognize a lot of problems in the body of the church, right? Like, okay, so then where does where does that where do you find your connection through the church? Like, do you find that connection? Well, you would do it through your own like analysis of doctrines and creeds and guidance, right? Like, you're going to sit there and you're going to say, okay, I can go to the church, but where is that guidance coming from, right? Like, are, are you looking at John Calvin and Martin Luther? Are you understanding mm -hmm. the history of the church? Or do you under, like, I, I've asked people who say they're Christians and they don't even know what the Protestant Reformation is. Yeah. And that's pathetic. That's crazy. That's pathetic. I agree. You, I, 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 to me, that's how dare you call yourself a Christian. If you're not willing to take, you say, oh, I'm going to, you know, I love God so much, but you're not going to take the time to learn the history of what he's created. That's pretty pathetic what it comes down to. And that's what the problem is with the charismatic church. They don't take the time to teach those things. That's what doctrines and creeds and all these different denominations, when you fall under it, you have these structured learning things. Even the Catholic church offers that. They do the best at it in some regards because you're sitting there and you're learning the history of the church and you're saying, okay, this is how we've failed. This is how we've progressed. Mm -hmm. This is the achievements we've made. Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just want to ask, Derek, you you, were, you went to a Catholic, Catholic school, so like, I just want to ask, <laughs> how do you feel about that statement about the Catholic Church? Oh, what, what part? I mean, we had a lot of things <laughs> being said. Just the part about them being good at teaching about, like, you feel like you have, you remember half the stuff that you were talking about the Catholic Church. Like if in I'm, regards to doctrines and stuff. Doctrines. Well, yeah, yeah. the question do is, I, do you care about it? Because you can't say, like, do you personally well, care about it? Well, was the first question? Was it when the doctrines of Catholicism taught well? Were you given Bible classes? Did you have to yeah, go to mass? I was, in, I was in religion class and I did go to mass, but I'm not Catholic. Yeah, so, so like, you don't care about it. that's different than yeah. We're asking the structure of how was the it school well, was that you went asking. to. Was it taught well? I don't think I paid attention well. <laughs> that that was the first. One. <laughs> like, come on! Like that, that's I know so that. So yeah. When he asked you a question, know, but like I I don't think I I paid attention that well. In the <laughs> you didn't pay class. attention to the question either. <laughs> what, is it, what are you asking me? You're asking what is, did, did the structure well. that the Catholic school you went to <laughs> impose, right? The structure of it, right? That they imposed. <laughs> did they teach you well? I don't care that you didn't pay attention. That's your fault. Did everybody else, the people that did pay attention, did they learn something about the history of the church? Did they learn about doctrines and creeds? Yes. Okay. There we go. Your confidence, what I'm hearing, is coming from knowledge and understanding. I'm like, understand. that pride and ego. That's where it goes. You're laying it flat. I mean, you're pretty prideful. Man. I mean, I'm pretty prideful. So, so, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. And so, uh, Derek, you, you didn't, you didn't really find that. At, so you went to school. You went to Catholic school. You didn't find that, um, like confidence. Forgive me. I'm, I'm very new to this space and even understanding, um, Catholicism and all of that. Like that. This is the spirit focused on in a Catholic school. Is that something that's? I know you say you didn't pay attention. But, well, I mean, like I didn't, I didn't pay attention in like religion class. Yeah, just because it, 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 it's not my religion. Like I just, I found a when I was paying attention. You I know, know, but I, you had I to found, absorb something. Yeah, you yeah, have to have some just, knowledge of Catholicism. Yes. Do you okay? Do you know what the Eucharist <laughs> is? If you, if you know what the Eucharist is, you pass. If you don't, you failed. And I don't want to hear anything out of your mouth ever again. <laughs> 
That's not. No, you're seriously. This is just a basic <laughs> Catholic principle. I'm, I'm not Catholic. That. Do you know what the Eucharist is? It sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he really did not pay attention because I mean that's I took anatomy. I couldn't tell you nothing about anatomy. I mean that's fair. Not pass. Yeah. But you, you were at a. Let's talk about school. the educational system yeah, in America. I, mean, just like, I, just, I just heard so many, so many things after you know the first words time. that you were supposed to absorb into your mind and learn. <laughs> listen, 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 man, you gotta, you gotta chill out a little bit. Gotta, I mean, sometimes. No, it's well, just, don't make me say it. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, <laughs> chill out. All right. No, but it was like after after a couple years in religion class. I mean, I just found. You know things I, I disagreed with, so it's just like you know I'm just I'm not getting any. Do you mind sharing like one or two of those things you disagreed with? You don't have to tell me what you're. You don't have yeah. to say what you believe uh, is. I'm so, just no, curious. completely. Um, or something. like like maybe don't even say that you disagreed with it if you don't want to share that. No, I say mean, I can like, say what I disagreed with. I mean, I just think I I think the confession thing is just okay. Dumb. Why? Right. I I think I don't think say it's, it's just dumb. Elaborate no, I I understand. More. Um, it's just like. Those those priests are just humans like the rest of us. They just went to school for it, right? And so I don't think they have the ability to for, forgive our sins. And you know, if we don't tell them, then you know, like I just think I think that's ridiculous. I think they're just regular people. I agree. Yeah, I, like I think they they spread they spread the word. They're good people, right? But I don't think that they should have or do have the ability to you know. For, forgive our sins because we tell them so i think that's between you and god right i think that's I yeah I guess well then that's that's, that's, the, the that's why the protestant reformation happened yeah pretty much i think i think, that was actually what because the pope was con, con, uh, collecting what are those called those those contributions that they uh, the indulgences indulgences and, and then yeah, it launched the whole thing right where martin luther came around and he nailed what was it 96 theses i don't want to say it wrong 98 somewhere but yeah, let's just say yeah, somewhere yeah. this is this, that's embarrassing on my end but he and he nailed it to the church door and it launched this whole thing and that's why i remember we that immigrated class we it, there we go here <laughs> <laughs> it is but uh, i mean it's like that, it's like it's especially like when the printing press happened right and like what was it uh when it happened right bibles were able to be printed in english and originally they were only printed in latin so only and the original language greek too yeah and greek yeah. so mm -hmm. only the priests were able to teach it so the common folk who didn't understand those languages or they, they had to take all of their guidance right and they never had free access to the bible and the catholic church in was part of this they were selling indulgences and an indulgence was basically oh hey if you give me money it will buy your years down in purgatory which is and, and you don't yeah, and purgatory that. is basically like in the Catholic faith they believe that purgatory is the time you wait before you get to the gates of heaven mm -hmm. and they decide your fate for heaven or hell and indulgences would knock off let's just say a thousand years if you had a thousand years in purgatory so you get things, and yeah a lot of people disagreed with that um they, they technically they don't that's another thing that I thought that I disagreed with was the purgatory thing. I mean, the thing, the thing that I believe is just one or the other. There's not, I don't think I mean, there's let a me, middle ground. Let me ask you but this. That's just me personally. Absolutely. Let me, we, we got to uh, wrap up, um, wrap up here. But I'm going to ask you this one question, Derek, um, just to wrap it up. Have you taken that, like, those ideas and, like, 
done back research on it, whether it's in the Bible or not, like for yourself, or are you still just like trying to just kind of like, like chewing go, on go that? into the Bible and like, try to like find those things you things. disagree with. Did you find answers for yourself? No, not yet. Okay, I that's think fine. I just yeah, said yeah. I, I disagree, and that was just the end of it. Okay. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. I'm yes. that way with about a lot of things yeah, too, yeah, right? There's nothing just... wrong with it. You don't have to explain yourself. You just believe that, and that's standing up for yourself. That's a big part of learning how to build confidence in yourself. So yeah, if we're gonna close I mean, off on any note. Let's yeah. close off on that. Yeah, I just when when they said it, I just you know I didn't. It never once was I was like, oh, you people are ridiculous for thinking that. I just said me personally. That's just not me. I just no, mean, no faith faith is very subjective and that you know if we're talking about confidence it comes from some form of faith mm -hmm. and that you know that's trust yeah but that we um yeah we i mean that's i'd love to talk about this more but you said we got to cut this off yeah yeah i don't think as business saying, owners it, we have other priorities to take care of. conversation that's gonna last lifetime though like you can't like that's kind of the argument between well that's the wonderful yeah. thing about becoming a christian or any religion, honestly. It's but let's just journey. say Christianity, right? It's a lifelong journey, and you always got to discover, right? That's where. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think people need yeah, to realize yeah. that at the okay. base. I gotta go, guys. I got right, priorities. Thanks, man. All right, guys, man. Thank you for tuning in to the lunch out. break. Um, we're gonna be back again live next Friday, I believe. So yeah. Um, right. big shouts out to big shouts out to everybody who's on the episode today. If y'all want to join, you got ideas. Please go to unifiedgroup.com or email us. Um. Emails on the website. I don't know. Yeah. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace.